Welcome to your journey to greatness through routine, a podcast designed to help you build a success routine. My name is Michelle Steffes and I'm author of the book and I'm excited to come to you today with more insights and ideas to accomplish your success routine because it's not the big things we do, but the little things we do every day that make the biggest difference. So let's get on with the podcast. Well, today we are going to finalize on this series, Keep the Flame Burning, uh, talking about marriage and relationships here. And if you're just joining us, I would encourage you to go back, as I normally do, and listen to the entire series, especially if you are at one of three levels in your relationship, whether you are trying to spruce up a marriage and make it, take it to the next level, uh, whether you're kind of in a funk and you just want the marriage to be richer and more improved, uh, or maybe you're you're really in dire straits right now and you don't even know how to start the flame burning again. All of these are effective. In fact, I've covered it at multiple levels throughout the series. And so if you or someone you know may benefit, I would ask you to share it with them or to go back and listen. Each of these is only about seven to eight minutes long. So it would really behoove you to go back and hear it from the very beginning. But today I'd like to just recap, since we are on our last of the series, recap what we've covered so far. Um, obviously, it's only the tip of the iceberg in terms of the uh, guts or you know a lot of the tips and ideas I've shared along the way. But just as a reminder, first of all, number one was take time to unplug and just be whether it be walks, bike rides, sitting by the fire, sitting on a porch swing, playing a game. And I emphasize the fact that if you are in dire straits, um, it doesn't necessarily require conversation. Although if you are not in dire straits, it's a great thing to use conversation. But even if you're just with each other, it can make an impact in the beginning of, you know, relighting that fire. Uh, number two was having sincere compliments and gratitude, appreciating the specific things they do or perhaps contribute to that relationship. And writing it down helps, okay? Um, also, staying grateful and writing it down. Uh, appreciate what you can about them. I mean, everybody has good qualities. Number four, decide that you can't change them, okay? It, it's it's just going to cause friction. It's only going to cause them to push back. Um, you should know by now, if you've been in a relationship for any period of time, that the more you try to change them, the more you're going to get the claws, okay? So uh, don't bother. <laughs> uh, just decide you can't, but understand that they will change if you work on yourself. And that's always the goal here, whether, you're, you know, we're talking about, um, you know, uh, marriage or, you know, close relationships, even friendships. And then the next one, uh, number five, is serve each other or create simple surprises. And they don't have to be complex or expensive or extraordinary. Even the smallest of things can make a big difference. Number six was weekly commitments to one another. And this one's really crucial. I've actually shared this one a couple of times because you will not work on it if you don't make time to work on it. And when they can expect it, then it's, it's, a, it's a given that you're going to do this thing together or that thing together. And then that's number seven, also to having chores together, a specific day to work on it. So there's always those expectations, but even making it a pleasant experience. And I had ideas there um, in same, same uh, uh, level, I guess, home, having home projects that you do together. Um, and then of course, outings together, you know, making sure that you take time for dates. And I use the example of my husband and I have every Tuesday is dinner Every Friday is a hot tub night and every Saturday is, you know, either projects, chores, 
um, running errands or perhaps uh, something more recreational like a bike ride. And then we are on the final part of this. Um, so I had mentioned also that you could do a second honeymoon. Um, and then I mentioned forgiveness is, is a key to long-term marriage. And I explained a little bit in depth as to why that's so critical and how to forgive. Um, reading together or praying together, exercising together, having a new eating plan that you could work on together. But let's finalize with some fun stuff. So how about hidden love notes that they find, you know, stuck in their books or, you know, under um, uh, maybe a, a dinner plate or a pillow or even in the underwear drawer, <laughs> you know, or maybe in their lunch pail or, or whatever, you know, um, it, giving them back rubs or massages. Uh, it doesn't have to be, again, anything necessarily sexual, but it could be something that is um, very pleasing. Um, it could develop into something sexual if you want it to, but either way, it's a wonderful thing to, to do for your partner. Uh, dancing. If you like to dance, go out dancing, or you can dance in your living room. Um, you can dance out on the back deck, you know, whatever you want to do there, but be spontaneous and enjoy one another. Okay. Um, don't be afraid to do that. I mean, my husband and I have danced in the bathroom before. It's, it's not anything that, you know, is, is, um, that really anyone needs to see or notice if, if you're not a good dancer, but it certainly can be a great moment that you share with one another and talk about. Um, Speak the language of love. So now everybody's language of love is different and you need to really kind of study your partner and decide what is their language of love. Um, for my husband, he is a giver. He loves to give. And if he's allowed to give and contribute back to others, including myself, it makes him feel um, very uh, connected. Uh, for me, it's I like to talk. I like to communicate, um, which is probably no surprise. Uh, women tend to want to talk communicate, um, but not necessarily all women. So find out what the love language is for your partner and um, accommodate them at that level. So, you know, all this stuff can, you know, can be challenging. It can be questionable. It can, you can sit there and you can doubt and question whether any of it's going to work, but until you dive in and give it a chance, you will never know. Okay. And a lot of this will be trial and error. You know, some of the stuff, uh, you know, at first maybe you'll you'll suck at it and then maybe you'll get better at it. Some of it you'll have to study or read about it to understand it a little bit better. Or maybe talk to a counselor or another couple that, that engages in these kinds of activities. Um, but don't be afraid to reach out and give it a chance. Just like any other skill, marriage is a skill too. It takes work. Marriage does not just happen. Relationships don't just happen. You have to invest in it and work on it like any other part of your life. Well, I hope this has been helpful to you or to um, perhaps someone you know. Again, I would encourage you to, to kind of reference this if you ever run into a pickle or a situation where it might help someone. I want to thank you again for joining. We will have a brand new series we'll start off tomorrow with. This is Michelle Steffes, your journey to greatness, your routine. Keep reaching higher.